Greetings friends, Tanya here with Sacred Light. Checking in for an astrology update with the eclipse season coming through. So let me just start and say that um, there's always these beautiful energies with full moons, new moons, and even stronger beautiful energies with the eclipse season. These can be life-changing moments for people. They can be, um, they can show up in different ways. Everybody's different in the way that they're going to show up for them. We do have in a collective scale where they show up collectively, but then we also have a very personal ways that these show up for us. So if I ever say like, you know, like the new moon or the full moon is at a certain degree in a chart, where is that in your chart? And you have no idea what I'm talking about. I am now offering beginners astrology readings, consultations, so we'll do your chart, and if you know what time you're born, or at least really close to it, then we can get a good idea of the exact points of your chart, and that's going to show us what what's called houses, so what your rising sign is, and then where your houses are, and now you have a really good tool to use with astrology and the transiting planets, the cycles of how the stars and the moons and move in astrology, where it's showing up for you in your chart, and maybe even where it's activating certain planets in your chart. And so you don't have to know what any of that means, but it's happening nonetheless. And if you are interested, then like I said, I'm offering these readings now. Um, so, you know, we'll We'll get you your own personal map and I can help shine the light on what some of the things mean and, you know, where you're going to connect in personally with these signs and planets. And then you have a tool for yourself to use throughout the rest of your lifetime because this never changes. And, you know, so you can learn as you go and you can follow along if, you know, if you care to with the moon cycles because this is going to show up for you in your own very personal way. So that's a nice tool to have. Um, if you're interested in learning, sign up for a reading, a consultation. We'll do some some learning, some teaching, some inspiring energies that might come through for you. That aside, this next moon cycle that we're coming into is the full moon this is a lunar eclipse it's going to be depending on where you are in the world i'm on the east coast um usa so for us here we have this coming through very early in the morning of the 19th november the 19th um it's let's see time wise exactly for me where i am is 3.57, so about 4 o'clock in the morning, so you're actually going to see this moon, so if you come outside um, and look towards Orion, Orion's very easy to see in the sky, right, everybody knows Orion's belt, and then to the right of Orion you have the royal star, the watcher of the east, Aldebaran, and that's the beautiful orange glowing star. And then to the right of that, and maybe a little bit above, it depends uh, Depends on, I have to be out at four o'clock in the morning, say if it's above or below, because it's really where the stars like start to, to, 
turned down. But we have Pleiades, so if you know the Pleiades, it's the seven sisters or the little tiny dipper. Very beautiful to see, and if you have binoculars, go take a look through binoculars. Uh, very beautiful constellation. So right around this area here is where you're gonna see that eclipse take place, if clouds allow. So if you get up early, you know, four o'clock in the morning, you want to be out there before that so you can actually see the start of the eclipse and moving into it. It is a very beautiful thing to see. Um, I mean, I probably, I don't know if I remember every eclipse that I've seen, but I definitely, especially the first one that I ever seen when I was a young kid, it's just a, it's a beautiful thing to experience. We don't always get to experience them wherever you are in the world. You know, the earth spins, so if it's happening during the day, then we're not going to see it. You know, the other side of the earth is going to see it. So if you have that opportunity to get out there and check it out, do so. And if you are working with your own personal astrology chart already and, and have your chart, then this moon is eclipsing at 27 degrees and 14 minutes of Taurus. So you can tap into those Taurus energies itself. Um, Taurus is very basic earth energies and... Um, you know, it's, it's about the sensual nature of things. It's about finances and pulling in money for security. We want to secure our land. Uh, we want to enjoy life. So it's about, it's about the things that we enjoy. It's possessing things, the things that we possess or gaining material gain. It's about that material world. Um, food, enjoying food, enjoying the good flavors of life, enjoying good music. Taurus, to me, in my journey, has always been associated with landscapers, people that work in the garden, um, people that work with plants, guitar players, people that work with their hands, music. Um, these kind of things are things that I've always associated on my journey growing up in life with, with Taurus. But what does Taurus mean for you? Taurus is very grounded. It is, you know, basic earth. It's very heavy energy, very grounded, can be very stubborn. Um, so... You then will take that with your own chart and what house that's in. You can then blend in the energies of whatever house that's in. Be it the first house, which would be like all about you, a major themes for, for your life in the next six months because it's an eclipse and those energies last a lot further. If it's the second house and you're blending in like where you're pulling in finances and the possessions you have or, or um, relationship with money that you might have. Uh, relationship with yourself that you might have. Um, third house might be with siblings and your local community and like in your face day-to-day -day kind of activities, um, even communications, learning. The fourth house, if you have, if it falls in the fourth house and you're going to put in associations with the home, with the roots, your past, then we have the fifth house, which is going to have associations with your passions, your joys in life, children, and just fun things or, or things that, um, you know, like you're taking risks. Uh, the sixth house is going to be your day-to-day -day activities and work and chores and it deals with your work, your co-workers, and health and small pets. Um, seventh house, we have partnerships or reflections with others. Also has to do with marriage and contracts. Um, any kind of contracts, one-on-one -on -one kind of things. Eighth house has to do with uh, the possessions and finances of those partnerships or other people's monies or, or um, 
even debt be because we have contracts with other people, contracts with taxes or, or, you know, you buy a new house and then you go into debt, you know, so that's like debt of this, you know, other, the bank's money or whatever. So it's, um, but it's also about psychology and, uh, I'll call it things, things that are darker, things that are more traumatized or death even falls in that thing or things that we're letting go of and releasing. Um, and then it's also opposite that second house and we have, uh, the more hidden th things in relationships, whether it's psychologies or, or intimacy. And then we have ninth house, which is gonna deal with teaching and philosophy and higher mind and publishing and, and um, like a higher education or like guru or um, belief systems in life. 10th house, if it falls in there, it might be associated with your career, your legacy, outside of the home, things are outside of the home. Um, 11th house is gonna be associated with your hopes and dreams and um, future and community and tapping in with bigger um, bigger groups of people, even networking and uh, humanity on a bigger scale. Twelfth house is where we take the reflections of our whole life. It's it is an ending place. It is a place where we are backing up away from society. We're kind of sticking to ourselves or. or it's also self-undoing. It's kind of where we come undone. It's where we look at all the beautiful things we've done in life and then all the, you know, negative things maybe that we've done in life and we suffer in that place for them. But the 12th house is also about dreams. So we're really taking a look at the whole picture and we can, we have that place where we can build the new seed. So we can plant the seed for the new beginning again in first house, which would be self again and like major themes and major shifts and, and places. So you can take um, take that 27 degrees of the Taurus full moon, and full moon is where it's going to shine in your chart for you, where it's where you're going to where it's going to show up for you. Full moon is like we planted the seed in the Scorpio new moon, so wherever Scorpio is for you, and then you're going to pull it around and it's going to show up where that full moon is. Okay, so also in that area of life is where you're going to want to pay attention to any thoughts and emotions and. And, you know whatever energies are coming around or whatever you feel and just pay attention you pay attention to your dreams you pay attention to your thoughts you know the things that are coming across what you feel whatever is in your field you know in your energetic field what's showing up for you full moons are very strong but lunar eclipses are even stronger and then you know like maybe just contemplate what does that mean that it's eclipsing <laughs> eclipses are like new beginnings transformations and it's almost a total eclipse it's not quite a total eclipse it's very close to the nodes but it is um it's a partial eclipse but because so the moon journeys around the earth and because it's like at a further place around the earth where this eclipse is taking place it's like further so or shadow seems like bigger against it so the shadow is covering more of it so it's just a sliver of light that's going to shine through and when we look at light we we see that as consciousness so we can um you know just contemplate on that what does that mean to you and and where is that taking place where is this it's a transformation it's like it's you know the light is shining um it's like an activation period and then if you have planets that are anywhere near that uh 27 degrees of taurus or any other fixed signs because those squares are very strong energies that would be a square 
anyway, if you have any of there, like it's gonna activate it, affect it one way or another, that you'll feel it. So what does that mean to you? Um, these are all good things. Use it as a tool, working with your own chart, going into meditation, contemplation, you know, pulling out all the energies, journaling with these things, what do they mean to you? And, you know, we wanna always put in our highest vibration, our highest potential dream a good dream you know what are what is the universe showing you at this time you know full moon is the light and it's showing you some things you know and then that eclipse is you know telling you that it's you know it's really um strong energies that are going to last for you with you for a long time six months maybe longer because sometimes they're just hitting our chart in such a way that it can be a life activating um energy for you personally so that is the full moon lunar eclipse and then from there we're going to wane that light that energy that consciousness into ending that cycle that scorpio new moon cycle um and then we are going to end that cycle and plant a new seed for a new new moon in sagittarius so we're sagittarius in your chart um and then we have december the fourth we're going to have the new moon total solar eclipse so then um that's at 12 degrees 22 minutes of sagittarius so that's when the moon and sun come together so you want to look in your chart if you're working with your chart for that energy and i'm just pulling my chart in so i can just take a look as i'm talking 12 to 22. So you're looking at the 12 degrees, 22 minutes Sagittarius in your chart. Like I said, I'm going to look at your house, where it's showing up for you. And then the Sagittarian energies could be about adventure, travel, long distance travel, teaching, um, philosophy. It's about what you know, what you know through experience and uh, belief systems like higher belief systems, whether it's through religion or law or just morals in life. Um, Sagittarian has a lot to do with those things so you know I should say that um, this is also close to the south node the, the lunar eclipse was close to the north node north node is where we're moving towards in life it's new energies that are coming about and the south node is things we're letting go in life or south node is about the past and north node is about the future so you want to blend those energies into it too so if you're journaling and want to take a look at that you know you can do that too I'm not at this time going to pull in any other energies of other planets I think it's fun enough and, and a great beginners uh, tool to just work with the moon moon cycles you know Sun moon earth that's our most powerful powerful energies connected to us um, we definitely have relationships together you know that that sunshine is our consciousness um, it's our willpower, it's our light, it's the light that we shine, it's the gift, it's our life force energy. That moon is, you know, that receptive energy, it's how we receive that life force energy, it's how, it's our tides, you know, moving to and fro in life, breathing in and out, you know, it's like the cycles of life, so it's like those ultimate masculine feminine energies, um, they both exist within us, we are not one without the other, but the moon goes through phases, you know and reflects that sunshine differently throughout the seasons and 
it also affects us differently personally each one-on-one with with our own personal charts it's imprinted on our soul um that's just you know that's just part of who we are so anyway i just wanted to to tap in and and give a little um little details on the eclipse season where it is in the chart working with the chart and you know if you're already working with your chart then that's great and if you're not and you're interested then you can certainly go online and do some uh pulling some free charts anywhere there's some good websites that you can pull your own free charts but if you want to come in for a reading consultation then i can just help explain what all these things are and and give some guidance and some information on what it all means and how you can use it cool enjoy the full moon new moon eclipses on love